Paul said, people, I see that in every way you are very religious. For as I looked carefully, I found an altar with this inscription, to an unknown God. Welcome to the Unknown God podcast with your host, Jonathan and Marvin. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the season one, episode one of the Unknown God podcast. I am Jonathan. Hi, I'm Marvin. Hello, Marvin. Hi, Jonathan. Nice to meet you. It's a pleasure meeting you as well (laughs) for the first time ever in life. We just randomly had stuff and said, hmm. And randomly just happened to be in the same place recording this episode of this brand new podcast. So look at <laughs> look at how God works. <laughs> we are here. The unknown God pod. Yeah. So for those of you that are, first of all, for those of you that are joining us, we want to say thanks for being here. Um, you know, you probably got an invite to this either on Facebook or YouTube. Um, or a direct invitation from us just letting you know that we were kicking this off. And so we really want to first say thank you for uh, for stopping by and for uh, for checking out what the Unknown God podcast is going to is going to be about. Uh, But I do want to offer a disclaimer. This being the first episode uh, is going to be a little bit different than the approach that we plan to take with future episodes. And we'll talk about that later on in the podcast, closer towards the end. Um, as we kind of clue you in to some of the things that are going to be coming down the pipe, some of the uh, some of the topics that we plan to cover uh, and just kind of what that's going to look like. For sure. For sure. We wanted to make sure that we uh, kind of got things off, uh, started off rather in in a way that just kind of set the groundwork for where we're going um, with this particular podcast by letting you know just kind of like how we ended up even. Uh, in this space, even wanting to do this, um, even feeling pulled in the, in the need to do this. And, and like for most of us that have started new things um, in the last couple of years, it's connected to COVID. Coronavirus. 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 <laughs> um, and just trying to find ways to be creative, to remain connected, to stay, uh, to keep you know, keep the message of um, of our faith tradition in front of people uh, over the course of these last 18 months now that we've been in the midst of this pan- pandemic. Pandemic. Pandemonium. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that you uh, that you say that, though, because, you know, the, the old adage is that uh, crisis births creativity. Yeah. Uh, and this opportunity is certainly the outgrowth of um of of crisis uh you know the the fruit of uh just some of the some of the ideas um some of the opportunities that we ended up being exposed to just because of the uh the crisis of covid sure um so uh marvin why don't you kind of get us started and kind of take us back to the beginning and how because obviously this didn't start the podcast isn't the first time we're getting together doing this um we've been doing other things um along the way in you know in um in uh different formats but how about you take us back and get us started to take the people back to where it all began for sure for sure we'll get our uh pj morton on real quick yeah. <laughs> um yeah so uh pandemic hits we're trying to figure out every like everybody like what is going to happen what to do particularly in our space because both jonathan and i uh, serve as senior leaders for faith communities uh, for christian faith communities and so um 
we are trying to figure out like how are we going to just do some stuff <laughs> how are we going to you know do church in this new era and like you know like Jonathan has said it's given us an opportunity to reimagine to vision and revision um a lot of things in the way that we do things and so um I we're just like hey what's going to happen with holy week in 2020 um for me it was you know I was like I don't know. I got a couple of invites to do some virtual seven last word services, but nothing really <clears throat> out of the norm or substantive, you know. Um, so John was like, hey, what if we just talk about Holy Week? <laughs> and I was like, just talk about it. He was like, yeah. And he was, you know, then we don't really have to like, we can study the, the days, but we don't have to really have, you know, set content like we would for a Bible study or for a sermon, but we could just kind of have a roundtable discussion um, you know, with ourselves about the events of Holy Week, which was which I was like, hey, that's cool because one of the things that I think that I've realized in this season that I've missed is just being able to have conversation around Scripture, um, and in many ways that goes back to the foundational aspects of the church about just um, being able to talk and to think through scripture together in community. And so we decided to just say, hey, we're going to take the days of Holy Week and start just talk about the events of the day, use the scripture references and talk about the events of the day and uh, pull in some other um, great thinkers and great minds and great preachers that we're connected to. Of course, Jonathan uh, being in Omaha, Nebraska, I'm in Omaha, I'm in Omaha as we're recording this, but uh, typically I reside in Richmond, Virginia. Um, and so just trying to, you know, go through our networks of folks that we knew that would, you know, kind of add something um, great to the conversation and, and that's how it started. It was it was um, Holy Week conversations where we talked about, um, you know, talked about what happened each day of the week. We started on Palm Sunday and ended on Easter Sunday. And we had conversations that ended up being three hours long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I mean, and rich stuff, too. Like, I'm not this is not three hours of just sitting here and not talking about anything three hours of really thinking through characters thinking through situations thinking through circumstances and application you know for our own faith journeys um as we consider you know the duality of man and just the the whole events of the the plethora of topics that come out of the events of holy week um so that ended up being great we ended up i mean we probably ended up with 10 or 11 or 12 hours worth of just great conversation around scripture that week. Um, and so we toyed with the idea of like, hey, we're going to bring this back and do it maybe for Pentecost to do it at some later point in time. Um, but that didn't happen. <laughs> and, you know, life. Yeah, COVID, pandemic. I mean, just exhaustion. trying to. Exhaustion. Exhaustion. Big exhaustion. Big yeah. exhaustion energy. Um, just trying to maintain and keep our heads above water when it came to, you know, just the everyday life, work, family. Um, you know, church responsibilities, those things. And so, um, so it comes back around this year. It's like, Hey, want to do that conversation thing again? <laughs> that seemed to work out. So this, so in 2021, we were able to do conversations um, that were a little more focused. Um, each of the conversations could have went, you know, multiple hours again, but we decided to cut it off at an hour um, and to have conversations around the, um, uh, the characters, some of the characters that were involved in Holy Week and just their perspectives on everything, which was um, that was that was equally as good and, and, and just as fruitful, I think, and beneficial for all who who were able to watch. 
Um, and so then we did set a date to do Pentecost and we had one for Pentecost. Um, and then out of that, we just was like, this should just be a podcast at this point. <laughs> we, just, we just need to just, we just need to do it. We, you know, we talked about it through around the idea of the what ifs. And so, um, and so here we are, we are talking about doing a podcast. We were talking about doing a podcast and now here we are season one, episode one of this podcast, um, the unknown guide. I think, I think that was like a quick enough synopsis. Maybe. No, that was good. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I think that, that gives everybody really good, really good background, really good context for um, for how we ended up here. And, you know, shameless plug, all of that content that Marvin was talking about, um, we are, of course, going to be making available uh, on our um, on our YouTube page. Uh, it'll be available, you know, wherever you're listening to this podcast, you can go back and you'll be able to listen to uh, the archive of some of those those previous uh, Holy Week and Pentecost conversations. And there was another uh, pastor's conversation that we did. Um, I don't know if it was just me and you, but there was another one off that we did um, at some yeah. point. Oh, yeah, you're right. That was around was it courageous. Health? No, it was courageous conversations right around the time of the George Floyd stuff. That's right. That's when it was. Yeah, you're right. That's that right. is. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was a bunch of C's. It was, <laughs> <laughs> you were, you was in your alliteration bag that day. And so. was, that, 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 that bag is like Santa Claus bag. It's never ending. You can always pull something out. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, that was, and that was a good conversation because it was really just reflection on kind of the place of faith in the midst of all that was happening, you know, in um, late May. Yeah. Um, June of 2020, um, when all of the things happened with, you know, George Floyd coming off of uh, Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna, um, uh, Breonna Taylor, uh, rest in peace to them um, as well. So um, and, and, and just the protest and the kind of reckoning that began to take place because of what was going on um, at that point in time. So, yeah, you're right. We did do that. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a really interesting journey. You know, I, th- I think back to when we. um when we started it with the, of course, the first set of conversations around Holy Week, um, really ambitious because we did seven days of conversations. Um, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We took a break on Saturday and then came back on Sunday yeah. um, to finish up reflections. <clears throat> and um, I mean, it was it was like like you said, it was significant time. I mean, you know, two to three hours each evening. Uh, in conversation um but like you said the conversations were so rich and um you know i was i was admittedly nervous kind of going into holy week and going into just the easter celebration you know in 2020 because we knew that we weren't going to have you know we weren't going to be in in, uh sharing together an in-person worship right so we were looking at our first easter worship service ever um virtually yeah and just you know kind of what that was going to look like and how that was really going to impact the um appreciation and the connection with the moment of the celebration yeah because there's something you know granted Easter is one of those days where everybody's like, oh, you know, everybody go to church on Easter. I mean, they don't do that anymore, but that used to be the way that it was. But there's something different and something powerful about being together in worship during that day. Sure. Um, that just undergirds 
the the message that is being declared and so you know th there was a, it was really weird just you know kind of prepping for easter and knowing that we weren't going to be together in the same space yeah but then when we started having these conversations and you know when people started engaging online and you know asking questions and participating in the conversation and when people were sitting online multiple nights throughout the week for you know for two hours mm -hmm. um listening to those conversations and then talking about how fruitful they were it really made it. I think that was probably the first time during the pandemic where I realized that God was definitely up to something. Sure. Um, because it was it was connecting with people in a different way. It was demonstrating the the beauty of the body of Christ mm -hmm. in a powerful way. You know, as you have four pastors or four preachers coming together um, with, you know, no no ego, you know, nobody trying to trying to promote themselves over anybody else. And, you know, but just coming together and having genuine conversation and asking good and tough questions, some questions, yeah. you know, that that really made us think and really made us evaluate our perspective on um, on the text and the story of Jesus's uh, Jesus's passion. And um, I, I think that was really, like I said, the first time that I, I realized, like, God is God is up to something in this because. <clears throat> There is some serious ministry that is happening just through conversation, like just by allowing people to observe the conversation that four preachers can have yeah. about the text. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the 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 different perspectives and the different insight and, um, you know, the, the different knowledge that was brought to the table and the different nuggets that came out of that, you know, that are the outgrowth of our own personal individual experiences was was really powerful and I think, you know, really started making me think about, you know, my um my existing perspective on how church has to be. Right. Um and and made me start thinking about some things that we could do differently. And actually it was an outgrowth of that Holy Week conversation that led us to do the virtual revival series oh, yeah. yeah and was that i think that was july last that was year. july yeah 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 that man that <clears throat> just that time period in those conversations one of the things that i thought was really beneficial about it and and why you know moving forward with a podcast i think is is like vital is because um for so often the the process of um thinking for the preacher um when it comes to scripture, like it's mysterious. It's kind of mysterious for the general, like kind of congregation or yeah. person. That, you know, they, you know, they think. I don't know what people think. Just go in the <laughs> room and pray, <laughs> and you know, Lord just like you know drops it in our spirit, and then we just stand up and say it on Sunday. Some um, people do, right? They try at least, right? But but you know, for those of us that, that seek to be faithful to the text and really grapple with with issues that challenge not only um, not only our own personal personal belief systems, but a lot of the things that we've been taught down through the years and just yeah. kind of handed um to to give i think what it did is it really gave people permission to have those conversations themselves yeah um to you know be willing to sit down with friends and say let's open the bible to matthew chapter whatever and let's yeah. talk about it um and just in and, and, and just talk and learn and grow um and, and glean from it and i think like you said for this season of 
um, pandemic of political and racial unrest, um, which has always been like an undercurrent, but it's been more pronounced in these la- in this last 18 months yeah. for various reasons. You know, one of the things that fixes that is or, or maybe not fixes it, but helps us to manage it better is by having conversations. Yeah. It's by just sitting down and talking <laughs> about things without judgment, you know, being willing to hear another person's perspective um, on whatever the situation is. And so um, and so doing that for passes around scripture um, where people have differing beliefs, where there can be contention. I mean, I remember I remember I got challenged about Judas. Like, <laughs> I was like, I got to rethink my whole perspective of Judas now. Judas, man. <laughs> Ready to throw that dude away, but maybe maybe there is some redeeming quality there, right? But so it's so it's very vital, you know, those conversation, that conversational piece, and giving people permission to talk about faith, not just save it for Sunday school, not just save it for, well, I don't really not not just save it for Sunday school or delegate it out to the pastor or the yeah. preacher or the you know Christian educator to do. Um, I think it's key because everybody needs to have these conversations. Everybody needs to be talking about faith because that's how we grow. Yeah. Um, you know, as, as disciples, and that's how we grow in community and, and gain respect and understand. I don't gotta agree with you, but hearing your perspectives, hearing your perspectives, let lets me know that uh, that you're you're thinking, and I can understand that you're actually processing and thinking um, in in some ways. You know what's happening uh, yeah. around you. So yeah, man. And I, I think that's the that was the beautiful thing about the conversations, you know, is is that in in the space, everybody felt uh, empowered and felt free enough to be able to express their perspective. Yeah. And there were times along the way where, you know, perspectives were in opposition. Um, but I think even just through the conversation, it was able to demonstrate a the possibilities of having a conversation with someone where you may not necessarily see things the exact same way. Right. And, you know, and in some cases, maybe what they say changes your perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In other cases, what they say doesn't change your perspective. Um, but you, you know, but you can, you can still move forward and continue the conversation and the dialogue. Um, and it, you know, and it be healthy and fruitful and respectful dialogue for, yeah. for everybody involved. Yeah. Um, you know, I, th- I think the beauty of, uh, you know, even more so where we've been able to, um, to take these conversations is, um, is to a place where, you know, unfortunately there's, there's always, there's oftentimes so much competition, um, in church. Uh, but to to really be able to bring um, preachers and pastors together in a space that really builds camaraderie, yeah. you know, and, and showing others, you know, showing people who don't oftentimes get to see the behind the scenes conversations that, that preachers and pastors have with one another, yeah. being able to show people that like, no, nah, we can, you know, we, we, we get we get along, we laugh, we joke. Um, you know, we, we have, have deep conversations, but we also, you know, throw some shallow stuff in there every now and then. Um, and I think it, it just, it is such a beautiful representation of the, the beauty of the body of Christ. Yeah. Uh, and the, you know, and, and this has been across denominational lines you know, sure. as well. Like everybody, uh, you know, church on purpose, of course, is a, is a non-denominational church and, um, and the Mount Carmel is obviously a Baptist church. TMCBC. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, but, but we've been blessed with, with, um, 
with with brothers and sisters who have come from a variety of backgrounds. Um, but uh, but Christ continues to remain the main thing. Right. Um, you know, the kingdom is is priority. Yeah. And um, and so, uh, you know, I think that's one of the one of the beautiful aspects of just what what we have going on here as well is that it becomes a demonstration of how the body can can work together, how, how we can we, we can come together on those things that we agree upon, which ought to be the main things. Um, and really be able to have fruitful dialogue there. And my hope is that, uh, you know, from it, one of the goals that 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 I I hope that, uh, you know, that I have for the kind of impact that this podcast is able to have is that people learn uh, that it is OK to have conversations. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and I mean, they don't have to be super structured conversations because literally like we pick a, a, a segment of, of the text and then just be like, all right, which all, what part y'all want to talk right. about tonight? You know, where y'all want to start tonight? What do pick you think? A character. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and people just start talking and then we just kind of yeah. go from there. And so, right. I, you know, we, every time we get together to talk about scripture doesn't have to be for the purposes of debating somebody into submission. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't have to be for the purposes of making them think things the exact same way that we think them. Yeah. Like we can literally just get together, share our thoughts with other people, get some feedback on it, and then allow that feedback to help us to adjust our perspective if necessary yeah. or to affirm our perspective, which helps to deepen our faith. Yeah. Um, you know, but I think that there there's so much fruit from this, but I really hope that those of you that are, you know, going to be listening to this, going to be plugging into the different episodes. Um, I hope that you will be inspired, motivated, um, and you'll find the courage to be able to begin having conversations with people in your life about faith. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, and it's also this idea of the permission to ask questions. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and and I think you know a lot of what's happening that we see happening in um, kind of quote unquote church world right now, or maybe it's not even church world, but maybe it's just when it comes to people dealing with issues of faith, mm-hmm. um, particularly faith of Christianity, um, is this whole notion of deconstruction of faith, right? But some of that comes from the fact that for so long many people were not allowed to ask questions Mm -hmm. when asking questions is a part of conversation it's a part of our conversation with one another it's a part of our conversation with god um and so and 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 that's one of my my goals and my hopes that as people listen to you know past episodes of things that we've done as they continue to listen um to the unknown god podcast please make sure that you like share and subscribe on podcast networks on facebook on youtube on all the things thank you um (laughs) Uh, we want to we want to make sure that you feel like we want I want to make sure that people know that it's okay to ask questions like um, because questions are the way that we learn if we don't ask questions we never learn anything and we just begin to accept things as as they are right Um, and so I know your grandmama told you you don't question God but ask God questions if you I always man I heard a preacher say this one time and I was just like this is it if you if if your if God is not big enough to handle your questions then God is too small to be God mm. you know yeah like God can handle your questions and God will handle your questions about the text and about your life so right and 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 it's my hope that we're going to be able to get into all of those things uh, over the over the course of the the run of this particular podcast um so I want to talk about one quick thing 
well, not really quick thing, but it, it goes in line with how we with where we are right now mm-hmm. with the unknown God podcast. So how why the unknown God? I'm that's asking a, you, Jonathan, why the unknown God? That's a that's a great question um, <laughs> that you're going to have to answer yourself. Um, <laughs> because, because you you were the the originator of that of that name. Matter of fact, it was the outgrowth of one of your responses during uh, our was it I, I think it was our Pentecost conversation. Yeah. or Maybe it was one of our Holy Week conversations this year. I think it was Pentecost. Um, but it was it was one of one of your um, one of your responses uh, that laid the foundation for the, for the name of the podcast, you know, and, and we, we had tossed the idea out to, to the viewers and, you know, and they had thrown back some, some really good, um, some, some really good suggestions. Uh, but we knew that it, it needed to be something that really communicated why we do this, like the, the real purpose behind why we're doing this, and, um, you know, and, and also kind of left some some created some intrigue. And um, and I, I remember it very clearly going back in. Uh, I mean, in the conversation, that was one of those things that stuck out. But then afterwards, when I was thinking about it, you know, and I went back and I watched the conversation again, it just it resonated and it clicked. And I was like, dude, you said it and you didn't even know you said it. <laughs> so take everybody back to to that moment as much of it as you remember i don't I, I mean to be honest with you i don't really i don't remember the moment so much i just know that you know when i think about how we relate to the world and how you know as the church how we um seek to compel people to follow christ um that one of the things that we have to, one of the things that i think is key that paul helps us with is you know the missionary to the gentiles um, is how we have to be able to show people God where they are, like mm-hmm. in their culture, how God is moving right in the midst of that. And I think there's no better example of that than what happens in uh, Acts chapter 17, uh, where Paul is in Athens um, and he's talking with, you know, philosophers and, and things of that nature um, where the philosophers met in Athens. And here's what he says in verse number tw- numbers 22 and 23. He says, men of Athens, I perceive that in every way you are very religious. For as I passed along and observed the objects of your worship, I found also an altar with this inscription to the unknown God. What therefore you worship as unknown, this I proclaim to you. Um, and, And it's just that that whole notion of the inscription of the unknown God. And for so many people, I think you know, faith has become so complex or it's become so um, um, kind of hidden behind, you know, kind of uh, just hidden behind a whole bunch of like stuff and formulas and um, and all of these things that a lot of times they're engaging with, they're engaging with God and they just don't know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, and, and I think about, and even just reading it just now, like, it says men of Athens, I perceive in every way that you are very religious. Like the bottom line is this, man, like we, we all have our forms of religion. Mm -hmm. Even, even the atheist has his form of religion. We all have something that we believe in. Right. Um, if you are a sports fan, then fan is short for fanatic, which means that you believe in your team beyond their ups and downs and their fail and their failures. Um, I was going to so, make a Dallas Cowboys joke there, but I'm going to leave that alone. Listen, l- listen, <laughs> no, we're going to stay right there. Let's, let's stay right there because 
Now, I, I joke, my dad's a Dallas Cowboy fan. You know, um, I know a lot of Dallas Cowboy fans. People that I'm just surprised. I'm like, you're a Cowboys fan? Okay. All right. Whatever. But Dallas Cowboys fans, a lot of them are irrational in their belief because they believe every year that they're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't... It, I don't know how they believe every year they go. They ain't been. They haven't been. They won like one playoff game in twenty six years. Damn, it's like Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> Reliving that same moment over and but, over. But but they got faith though, and yeah. they got they they have faith that their team uh, is going to win the Super Bowl every year, every every year. Every year. Every year. And and that's not to say that other teams, you know, that, you know, Jonathan's a Ravens fan, I'm a Packers fan. I mean, I believe my team is good is, is gonna, you know, I believe they'll do well. I think that they have potential to win the Super Bowl. But Cowboys fans, they different. They like we go into they have they win yeah. one game. They have a good quarter, a good drive. Y'all yeah. see that? We go into the Super Bowl. No, you no, 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 no. The go game's ahead not and over. Hand the Lombardi over. Right. And and it's that level of so everybody has faith, right, in that way. Everybody has belief in something that deeply you know that they that they just even be even beyond the reality of what happens they believe in the evidence with of what remains to be seen <laughs> uh, and 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 so i think it's important i think it's paramount for us you know um as christians to be able to engage with people to understand what it is that people believe because paul took some time to like observe their culture to see what they believe and yeah. then point to god in the midst of that culture and in a lot of what you know, I hope is for this particular podcast, I think is wrapped up in this notion of uh, of this inscription that we find the unknown God and trying to point out to people God in the places that they may not even have expected or in ways that they haven't expected or the ways yeah. that, you know, God may be moving and just providing some context from our perspectives and our experiences um, about, you know, about how God, how, how God is, who God is, you know, um, and, and answering some questions and posing some questions, even questions that we have um, and around ideas and things that we have. So um, that's, I mean, when Jonathan was like the unknown God, I was just like, I'm with it. <laughs> I'm with it. That's it. That's it, man. That's it. So, uh, so that's you know, that's why we call it the unknown God. Yeah, I, th I think it's the, 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 um, the, the beautiful irony of the fact that, you know, Scripture talks about how, um, uh, how creation uh, reveals the majesty of God. Mm-hmm. And how, uh, you know, God provides so much evidence in what he has created that, that people are really with no ex with no excuse um, as to, to why um, they they wouldn't submit to him, serve him, um, love him. And so I think what's what's interesting about this and, and what I'm what I'm looking forward to along this journey is the fact that. You know, if you're alive, if you're breathing, if you've been in this world for any amount of time, um, you know, God, mm -hmm. you just don't know that, you know, God. Yeah. And, you know, through this, you know, I'm, I'm really optimistic that um, through the conversation, through the dialogue, through the kind of things that that, you know, the kind of the space that is created to think about things and to consider things from different perspectives. I'm optimistic that 
people are going to begin to realize that God is much more prevalent in their life on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, and the more and more that they recognize him, uh, the more and more that they'll realize uh, who it is has been with them, who yeah. it is has been protecting them and keeping them and who it is has amazing plans for them. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to it uh, be, because I know that even for you and I, as long as we've been in, in church our entire lives, um, as long as we've been friends, this is, wait a minute, how old am I now? So 33 years, um, you know, uh, wow. as, wait a minute, yeah. hold on, it's a moment of silence. <laughs> wait a minute. As long as, as long as we've been in, in ministry, you know, yeah. um, you know, license, license ministry, like, you know, 17 years for you, 16 years for me. Um, you know, as long as we've been, we've been pastoring, um, you know, and like there is still more about God that he wants to reveal to us too. And so, you know, this isn't just a journey for you all about you all, but this is a journey Mm -hmm. that we're all on together, together. you know, absolutely. Um, this, this podcast is Miss Frizzle and we're all the kids (laughs) on the magic school bus and we finna get clued into some microscopic level stuff of, you know, what God is doing. And, and, uh, and it, it it is going to be an amazing, amazing journey. Um, you know, but it's, it's a journey that we're excited to take with you. And so, you know, as we go through this, we're going to be looking for your input, for your feedback. We're going to be looking for you to answer questions and submit recommendations for episodes and you know and periodically you know we'll even have the opportunity to be able to invite some of you into this space to be a part of some conversations yeah um you know because again we're on this journey together and uh you know and and i can't wait to see what god is going to do absolutely man i'm excited i'm excited you know um just about just about getting started as we've been, you know, kind of talking through and, and trying to plan out, you know, how we wanted to move and things we wanted to talk about. I mean, we, we got a ton of topics already that I'm excited <laughs> about. I mean, I mean, and it's still, and there's still even more that we probably could add to this list that we have, Yeah, you know, of topics and things of that nature that be able to, to talk about some of them, you know, may develop in series or whatever the case we talk about oh, hands things down. over a course of time. Um, yeah. Some may be one off. Some might just be, Hey, send us your questions. Um, matter of fact, you should send us your questions at the unknown God podcast at gmail.com. The unknown God podcast at gmail.com. The unknown God podcast. Uh, all at one gmail.com. At gmail. <laughs> gmail.com. <laughs> Um, so we're going to be completely open to, you know, to hearing your questions, to hearing things that you want to talk about. And of course, you can always send us messages on the various platforms, Facebook. Um, we're Right now, we'll be on Facebook, YouTube, um, maybe coming to Instagram soon. Um, but we want to we want to engage with you. We want to engage with you. We want to engage with you. Um, and we want we want us to, as you know, Jonathan perfectly put, you know, we want to we want to go on this journey together. We want to grow together, learn together, um, and and just kind of create a community of um, of of seekers in this regard, um, seeking seeking the truth, seeking to know more, um, seeking to go deeper um, in our understanding of the Lord. So, yeah. yeah. So before we uh, before we get ready to wrap this um, this episode, season one, episode one of the Unknown God podcast, um, how did we get here? 
Every time I say that, every time I say that sentence, I hear Deborah Cox in my head. How did we get here? Oh, uh, but anyway, before before we do that, so just to just to, just to kind of give people a uh, a taste of what's what's to come. Like like you said, we already have like a load of topics. I think we probably have like at least sixty. Um, 60 different topics and yeah. like Marvin said some of those topics are definitely series so that's a you know a significant amount of episodes that come out of there but um, but let's let's do let's do top top I want to say top top three but I really want to say top five because because some, some of these things are so so give so give me your top five I don't um, even have our full list in front of me that's the challenge I've got yeah, I don't have the full list in front of me. You got your list? I, yeah, I got the the I got the sixteen that I sent. Okay, all right. So um, so let's do so so you so you do three off of yours and I'll do three off of mine. Okay, we'll give, all right, we'll cool. give them top six. Okay, all right, top six. So my so wow. Yeah. Um, I gotta oh, go here, back through and read this drink now. Here's one for yep. sure: church plants versus established churches. I'm, I I think that's going to be a great topic just because I've always felt that there are lessons that an established church. So that's kind of one of the things that's a part of our dynamic as well. Jonathan has planted a church um, in Omaha, Nebraska, is doing a phenomenal job out here, um, celebrating five years this year. Um, and I'm pastoring a church uh, in Richmond, Virginia that has been around in October. We celebrate 134 years of um, of of ministry. Um, and so there are lessons to be learned, I think, that the um, the church, the ch- church plant can teach an established church and established church can um, teach also a church plant. There's some lessons to be learned there. Um, also. Here's a good one that I think will get a lot of uh, um, interest. Denominations. Mm-hmm. Denominations. Um, and that's just, you know, yeah, I know what denominations are. Um, <laughs> and why do they exist? Are they necessary? Do they cause division? Or do they bring us together? Yeah. Right? Um, and, man, there's so many more. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give y'all all 16 on my list, but I'm going to give you, I'll give you one more. It's a couple of more that could really be in this top three, but um, sexuality in the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mismanaged or not. Cause I, listen, I got questions. I'm, I don't listen. There's some things that I'm just, I, I, that are happening now in the world that I just need help with. Be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I love, I love all of God's children. I do because they created in the image of God. However, there's some questions that I got, and and because we're because I'm pastoring and we're pastoring and leading in this age, and because we're living in this age, I think it's fair for us to be able to wrestle with um, these particular ideas. And that that might be one we got to bring some people in on, like in terms yeah. of you know just some various some different you know kind of viewpoints. Um, oh, to, absolutely. To give some context. Um, to some of the things that we see happening, you know, in terms of gender identity and gender dysphoria and, and, and those things. So, yeah, yeah, that, and that sexuality in the church probably could be a that probably could be like a year long series. <laughs> 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 that probably could be a year long series. 
But anyway, but yeah, those are I, and are those the top three? Those are the top three. Like just right now, I probably I got those third. are the top three out of the first three on the list. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. So these these are these are yeah. So as you were, I, I'm 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 I appreciate you elaborating on those as much as you did because I needed more time to really look at the list and. <laughs> And pull out some because I was like, man, do I want to? Do I really want to throw the big guns out there now? And I was like, hey. no. Nah. So, so some of the some of the some of the bigger ones, some of the ones that I'm really really excited about, I'm not going to tell you about right now. You, yeah. you you're going to have to wait to to hear about those. But some of the ones that um that 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 I, I think are going to be really interesting conversations and hopefully really fruitful conversations. Uh, one of them is is God just the tradition for Black folks? Mm. And this is, you know, this is kind of the outgrowth of, you know, just the fact that we live in a, a society right now where, um, you know, when somebody's sick or, you know, or somebody dies, you scroll on social media and everybody's like, you know, praying for you. Mm-hmm. But it's like, fam, you you don't have a relationship with God. So <laughs> what are your, you know, who are you praying to and, and what do you expect those prayers to do? Right. Um you know, when, when, when crisis happens in life, we run, you know, we run to Jesus, but, um, you know, and, and so at, at this stage in the, the liberation of black people in America in particular, uh, is God just a tradition for us? Yeah. You know, is it just something that we grew up? That's a part of our vernacular, but faith, not really a part of our lives. Yeah. Um, so that that's a, a a conversation that I'm really interested in having, and then um, uh, another one is finding liberation without the God of the oppressed. Um, mm. So you know, again, just kind of this notion mm. of seeking seeking freedom, but seeking it apart from the one who um, who provides true liberty. Uh, you know, and, and this this was kind of an outgrowth of the protests. And everything last year and just, you know, these, these calls for the world to see our value uh, and to appreciate our lives. Uh, and one of the things, is, especially that kept coming up in our community here was, well, you know, well, where is the church? Um, and, you know, and people like to relate the Black Lives Matter movement to the civil rights movement. Um, and of course, the civil rights movement was driven by the churches. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, being able to have that conversation about, you know, what does it really look like to try to pursue true liberation without the God of the oppressed, without yeah. God? Right. Um, you know, what again, what what does that look like? So yeah. there's so much more that I want to say. I'm not going to say right now. Um, and then the last one um, that uh, that that I I was able to highlight that I want to share right now um, is right belief and right behavior. Can I be mm. right? Can I be righteous and ratchet? Mm. Um, Orthodoxy and orthopraxy. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, yeah. Righteous and Ratchet. That used to be a podcast. It was. A shout out to <laughs> Kevin on stage and Doughboy for hey, tag, a, we're gonna tag them in this too. Yeah, we should. Just um, in different threads, because I don't know if they <laughs> if they could I don't know if they still be. We'll we'll right. let the Lord deal with uh with I'll all of that. And we'll right. just say, you know, appreciate y'all for the content that you that you yeah. put out there when you did. It was, yeah. you know, some great conversations and um uh, you know, some some really meaningful conversations that I know impacted people's lives. And, you know, and I think that we have to continue that conversation. Like, yeah. 
can you can we really be both righteous and ratchet? Yeah. You know, Um, and so I'm looking forward to that conversation as well. Who knows? I know some people that know some people that know some people that know Kev. Maybe we can get Kev to, you know, to be a um, <laughs> hey, guest contributor to that conversation. Six degrees of separation out. Hey, here. look, it's actually only two. So, oh, um, oh let's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just thought about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I don't know yeah. if we put that out there early enough. Then, um, but I'm sure he gets requests like that all the time. And who are yeah. we but two little black men trying to change the world? So. Also, I'm a Patreon subscriber and I have the app. So come on, uh-huh. Uh-huh. it's not a, it's not an app. It's a streaming service. Streaming service. I'm sorry, Kevin Stage Studio streaming service. I'm a supporter. So. Ke- Ke- Kevin, Kev- <laughs> Kevin, 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 Frederick, Kevin Stage. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> tangent. Oh, you got Definitely. y'all gonna listen. Y'all gonna get a lot of that too. Y'all gonna get you know we gonna be we gonna be locked in, but we gonna laugh. We gonna we gonna get these jokes off. Just let you know. <laughs> so so those so those are those are you know just just I mean that that's not even that's not yeah. even the cherry on the right. on the top of some of the conversations that we we plan that we're we're looking to have and. Um, you know, we we will always bring quality contributors to the table to be a part of that conversation. Absolutely. Um, but again, the richness of the conversation is always going to be enhanced by you. So make sure that you like, subscribe, and share. Make sure that you you turn on those notifications so that you know yeah. when a new episode drops. Yeah. So that you can uh, you can pop in. There will be um you know all of our episodes won't be pre recorded. Some of them we will be doing live and give yeah. you the opportunity to be a part of the live conversation. Um, so definitely be ready for that because you know we we are um, we got some really good stuff to talk about. That's right, and we're gonna have a lot of fun, but we're also gonna learn a lot. And um, you know, the unknown God is gonna become a lot more known sure. uh, by uh, by us walking this journey together. Yeah. So yeah, let's get it. Rock with us on this journey. We are excited. We hope you are too. Yeah. Um, and we're looking forward to just man. We're just looking forward to growing with you all. So. Yeah, like, share, subscribe, like, subscribe, share, share, subscribe, like, (laughs) and tell your mama and them too, and tell tell your your mama, tell tell your your cousins, yeah, yeah, tell your kids, tell your wife, don't hide them, don't hide them, tell them, (laughs) (laughs) tell them we out here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So yeah. But anyway, man, we're we're grateful for this opportunity, and I'm grateful to be be able to have these conversations with with my friend and my brother. Absolutely. Um, for 33 years, as he so reminded us earlier in this episode. Dude, we made friends Ooh. as long as Jesus was alive. <laughs> A week about to get crucified. <laughs> But there's a resurrection. I was gonna say, <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta make sure we, uh, we now. Now this is one place where we can use hoop triggers, right? And uh, <laughs> yeah, to, to yeah. enhance the moment. Shout out to C Dub. Yeah. Um, but all right, y'all, we, we can sit here, we can ramble all day. This concludes episode season one, episode one of the Unknown God podcast. How did we? Get here. There you go. It's episode you know, title. You do all the singing. <laughs> I got songs, you know. I'll save mine for Black History Month when we get to <laughs> Old Man River. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we get silly, man. We get up out of here. Thank all y'all right. for tuning in. We'll talk to y'all soon. All Peace. Right. Peace. Let's keep the conversation going. 
Connect with us on social media. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Unknown God Pod. Email us with topic suggestions and feedback at The Unknown God Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast production by Real Quick Solutions. Editing and graphics by G Media and Designs. Intro and outro vocals by Jennifer Gilliam. Music by Christ Versal. Thanks for listening as we seek to know more about, about the unknown God.